welcome to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. I'm Dawn, and I'm sitting here on this beautiful sunny day with my best friend, who is also my husband, Travis. Yeah, I'm your husband, and I'm here yeah, too, but yeah. I'm also your break man. Did you know but that? Break man, what does that mean? It means that not like we're gonna about to take a break or anything like that, but I have personally replaced your brakes on your car my whole life. All right. That's kind of crazy. I guess I wasn't expecting you to introduce yourself as my break man, but maybe my break dance man, but not my break man. (laughs) You should see my head spin, by the way. It's so good. Well, if you want me to identify you as my break man, hey, I can. But (laughs) anyways, well, you guys, we are super excited to be here today because we actually took the last month off to rest. We spent a couple weeks with our kids and our grandkids. We went on vacation, had a huge family reunion and got to spend time with our siblings, cousins, nieces, and nephews in beautiful Grammarie. And honestly, just had a great month of just resting, relaxing, filling up. And it's funny because if you think we had energy before, I think we got way more energy now. We do. Yeah, we did a lot, but we rested a lot. I mean, we even took a nap. You remember like the ultimate nap? I think I fell asleep. I was snoring for an hour and a half up on the North Shore of Lake Superior. And it's thundering, lightning, and raining in the middle of the day with the windows open. Oh, that was beautiful. It was so good. It was so relaxing. Well, you know what? In the last month, there was a couple highlights that we just thoroughly enjoyed. The first one is just this, that we had a house full of family. Our kids and our grandkids were here. We got to eat together. We got to play pickleball and just fun things together. We got to wake up together every morning. And man, did that just fill our buckets. Like, we just laughed. It was just soaked up every single it's moment. It so did. I right. mean, it was so meaningful. So many great new memories that we made, but then we jumped off a cliff with our grandkids. Yes. And we, oh. we did something that was yes. kind of really cool, but stupid <laughs> was, at the same time. It was great. Bad we, idea. Yeah, great we, idea. We wanted to give our kids a break because obviously we love our grandkids. We're like, hey, you guys go out on a date. Let us take your kids. And so we came up with an idea like, let's take our three grandkids to the Como Zoo. And you guys, our grandkids are like two years old. 18 month old and also a nine month old. Yes. So (laughs) the ages are a little bit like they need a little bit more help. But we had a blast. It was so much fun. And we learned a lot. Wait, we had a blast until the peanut butter sandwich got smeared (laughs) all over somebody's face. That's what I was going to say. We learned a lot. We thought it'd be great. Hey, let's pack a lunch. Let's bring them peanut butter and jelly. What kid doesn't like peanut butter and jelly? Right. They actually liked it, but so did the chairs and the table. It was everywhere. everywhere. I think it got on my clothes. It was was a mess. (laughs) I am not packing peanut butter and jelly again for kids, three of them under two years old. Maybe cheese and crackers or something that's a little bit easier. So crazy. They loved it. We had a great time. It was was fun. Truly. Good. They it loved looking good. at the animals. Another highlight that we had in this last month is, I know you guys remember, we talked a lot about this cottage, this house that we bought that we completely restored and made it look kind of pretty on the inside. Well, we bought it as a writer's cabin, a writer's getaway, and a Verbo and an Airbnb. Well, that's been up and running for the last month, and it's going great. Like People oh, are so loving good. it, and they're making memories in it, and we're just having a blast with it. It's yeah, been fun. There's people staying there right, right now, now yeah. as we speak. We're going to be there in like two weeks. Yeah, we get we're going to have a summer vacation. Yeah. Can't wait. So much fun. And, uh, you know, just a, a really great reward from a lot of hard it was, work. Yes. Probably one of the best updates from our summer, our month off, was baptisms at our church. Oh my gosh, my heart. People finding Jesus. Yeah, it was so good. We got to be a part, personally, you and I, of baptizing 1,136 people. We didn't put that many, you know, personally people under the water, but 
our church yes. as a whole. We love our All church. All 10 campuses and our online campus. Yeah. Baptized that many people. And people came together to publicly declare their faith in Jesus. And we got to look them in the eye and talk to them and hear their faith stories and baptize them. And then, of course, celebrate with oh, them. Oh, it was the great, greatest. That, that was yeah. one of the things I love the most. People would walk up to me, they're dripping wet, and I would get a chance to pray with them after they were baptized. It's been fun to be able to go back and look at the pictures and the celebrations that we had, like the clapping and the hugging and the cheering for these people who decided that they are going to publicly declare that they are following Jesus for the rest of their life. It's amazing to be a part of a church where lives are being transformed every single day. Incredible. I mean, not much gets better than that. So that was one of our favorite, maybe one of the best summer highlights, but we've had a great month. And one of the things that we did that we felt was very important over this last month is we took time to pray and recalibrate our lives to kind of look at our schedules or the things that we're passionate about or the things that we're expending energy in, you know, maybe some of our, our time and our talent and pouring into those things just to make sure that we're having balance. And we also wanted to re answer the question, why do we do this podcast? Loving the Fight Marriage podcast. Such an important question to ask and to make sure that we have an answer to, because you know what? There's so many things in life that are good, but does that mean that you should do them? Should you say yes to all of those things. Yeah, so important. And it's something that we need to do with everything in our lives. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't we just be doing something because it's a good idea. I happen to think that's how evil, uh, you know, kind of drains off yeah. our potency is we then spend time and energy on things that don't, God really doesn't want us to do. And so there has to be a why behind everything that we're doing. So this is our why. Yeah, After we, we praying and, yep. and recalibrating our souls and looking, here's what it is, guys. The reason we do this podcast, the reason we've always done this podcast is this. We love fighting for marriages, for families, and for values that bring life. Why fight? Because too many people and things are fighting against marriage, and we are determined to contend in battle for marriage. And because of that, our goal is to keep fighting for marriages, for families, and values that bring life. We are a voice that is committed to speaking encouragement, truth, and life and to encourage couples to keep loving the fight and not give up, right? Absolutely, and that's our why. I think it's something really good that you need to continually do is like, why do we do the things that we do? And this is our why, you guys. We really feel passionate excitement for just encouraging couples to fight for marriage, encouraging ourselves to continue to fight for our own marriage. So let's drill down a little bit. Why, you know, why do we use that word fight? It's a strong word, isn't it? It is a strong word. And some people think it's offensive. Yeah, they do. And it's funny when you think about fighting, you're like, oh, fight. Yes, we as couples, people do fight in marriage. So maybe you're thinking we're talking about fighting. But we when we started loving the fight about 10 years ago and we began to write content for our marriage conferences that we would speak at. We looked up the definition of the word fight and we loved the definition of what it meant to fight. It clearly states what we believe that we need to do when it comes to marriage. Fight means to contend in battle, to fight back, to put forth a determined effort to not give up. Yeah, those are actually two of the definitions that when you open the dictionary, if you pulled it off a shelf, if we still had books on bookshelves, you could pull it off and open it up and it would literally say to contend 
in battle. Yes. And that means to fight back. I mean, if bullets are flying by your head on the battlefield, you pick up your gun and you fight back. But it also means to put forth a determined effort that to not give yep. up. Yeah, don't so give up. It's both. It's Be fighting determined. back and being determined. I think we all know determined people or people that fight for a particular cause. But man, be determined to contend in battle for your marriage to not give up. Because we know that fighting is always wrong if it's for selfish reasons, but fighting for love is never wrong. Yeah. And in our culture today, society, you know, takes this word fight and they try to make it like a bad word. Yeah. And of course, the word fighting or fight could be, you know, bad in a lot of different ways. But there are a hundred million ways that the word fight is really yeah. good. A couple examples of good fighting is somebody fighting cancer or a firefighter going in to put out the fire, yeah. but bring the family out and keep them safe or a mother bear who fights for her cubs or even fighting drugs and alcohol yeah, those abuse. Are, those are all great types of fighting. Fighting is yeah. awesome. It's a good thing. And especially when you're fighting for your marriage or your loved ones or, you know, this, this incredible relationship that God has given you. You know, in marriage, we need to be fighting for each other. Charles. I need to be fighting for you and for our marriage and vice versa. Well, if we are supposed to fight for love, then why do we so often find ourselves fighting against our spouse. Well, there's many reasons, but a few tons of, of reasons. Yeah, a few yeah. of them are just this. You know what? Communication breaks down. The communication flow isn't there, or everything else becomes a priority over the marriage relationship. And we see that happen so often, and that's happened in our own marriage. Or maybe needs aren't getting met. And I know oftentimes we just plainly get selfish and we make demands, which leads to the wrong kind of fighting. That's the fighting that you're fighting against each other rather than fighting for each other. Yeah. And that's not fun. That no. doesn't make a home. It doesn't make a marriage. It doesn't make a life very peaceful or enjoyable. Yeah. A great example of, you know, kind of a modern day fighting for something that matters is a firefighter. We already talked about them earlier, but they run into the house, it's on fire, and they're not there to save the person's big screen TV or, you know, grab all the jewels or the valuables. They're just there to get the people and get them out. That's the number one goal. And then they fight the fire itself. And really in marriage, we need to have a focus and it needs to be on the people mm -hmm. and the marriage, not all the things that kind of get us sidetracked from focusing on what matters most. And that's the right kind of fighting. The cool thing about the firefighter is they're never confused. It's always about the people. And in marriage, many times we get confused about who our enemy is. We start fighting the wrong person. Right, yep. And in the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, it tells us who the enemy is. It says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against mighty powers in this dark world. I love that verse because honestly, we, if you think about flesh and blood, that's our physical bodies. That's me and you. We're not fighting against each other, but we're fighting against evil. Totally. And your enemy is never your spouse. I mean, they might act like a devil <laughs> yeah. or feel like they're evil or out to get you. But honestly, we all know they are not. They woke up on the wrong side of the bed. They're feeling a little selfish being human. like yep. you did yesterday. And here's the thing. In order to understand what needs to happen, we got to realize that there's a, a dark power out there and it doesn't want you to stay married. If it can destroy your marriage, it can destroy your family. It knows that if you have a great marriage, you're going to enjoy many benefits of that relationship. And when you have a strong marriage and family, 
you're going to have greater traction to succeed in life. What we forget is the minute we say I do and we have a Jesus-centered marriage, we are immediately standing yeah. in the middle of a battlefield yes, and right evil is yeah. around us on all sides. It's trying to take us out. Marriage expert Jimmy Evans says this, marriage reveals God and God's love more than anything else on this earth. And that's why the devil hates it so much. And I love that quote. It makes us really realize that we don't fight against each other. We're fighting against evil because evil does not want us to stay married. Yeah. And I love what he mentioned because the marriage that is Jesus-centered is a perfect picture of God's love to this world. It's kind of a, a flashback picture to the way it was supposed to be in the Garden of Eden before evil stepped in. So what do we need to do? We need to fight for our marriage because our marriage is under attack. It's literally in the middle of a spiritual war and we can choose to let evil win or we can fight back we you and i are choosing to fight we want to encourage you guys that are listening fight for your marriage fight for your kids fight for the truth that you find in the bible and the way that god created marriage the way it's supposed to be again that's the reason why we do this podcast because we want to fight for our marriage and we want to encourage you guys to continue to fight for your marriage to put forth that determined effort yeah so don how can we do that like what are some things what are some practical ways that we can you and i can be fighting but those listening can be fighting for their marriages the most important thing hands down you won't succeed without it is this your relationship with jesus needs needs to be number one and your relationship with your spouse needs to be next. And you know what? It has to be in that order. We can't do it on our own. Travis, I am not capable to do this on my own. I need God to help me. And because of that, I need my relationship with him to be number one. So I need to make sure that I'm growing my relationship with Jesus and that I know him more than any person on this earth. So true. And I think one thing that's really important too is to date your spouse. Now that doesn't sound like you you know, have a gun, you're in the middle of the battlefield fighting for your marriage, but you really are. When you spend time together, when you have fun and laugh and you know make new memories and you change with them through the seasons of life, you are literally fighting for your marriage. Something else that is key in fighting for your marriage is to always be working on growing your communication. You guys, you we have to be both a great listener and we have to be a good communicator. This is something I had to learn to do. I was not a communicator in the beginning. I didn't know how yeah. to express my needs to you or communicate what I wanted, but I had to learn to become a good communicator. You had to learn to become a good listener. Yeah, yeah. I was just laughing, not at you, Don, but you didn't communicate hardly at all. And I communicated like, Uh, enough for 10 people. So I had to learn to shut up and be a good listener. And you had to learn to speak and talk and share your heart and your mind. Again, that was a choice. It's something that I had to learn to do because honestly, I feel how I know how important it is to making sure that we have a healthy marriage. Another area, big area that causes conflict, but something that we have to choose to fight for is finances. So what does this look like? How do you fight for your marriage in this area? You need to create a budget And not only just create a budget, but actually follow through with it. This will help eliminate so much conflict when it comes to finances. It really will. And just to know that we're spending money with purpose and we have goals and we're achieving those goals every week, every month. It's so good. I think a big piece too, Don, is growing in the area of intimacy. When a couple says, you know, we're going to be intentional about this area. Sure, it's pleasure. Sure, sex is is enjoyable and it's memory making in its own way. But it's... 
it's emotional, it's spiritual, it It bonds a husband and wife together in one of the deepest ways possible. And God created it. So God's like, come on, please do this and live a healthy marriage through it. I know when it comes to intimacy, this means both emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy. Those are both vital. I think a big area that couples find conflict in is distractions. Like there are certain things that come into our marriage that fully distract us and we need to refuse to be distracted. We need to refuse to allow distractions such as substance abuse or hobbies where you're spending all of your time doing those hobbies. Kids, pornography, your career or financial gain. A lot of those things just get in the way and they become a priority in our marriage. And really your spouse is supposed to be that priority. Those things can just become a huge distraction. They really can. And they're not necessarily bad things, but you know, even like your job and becoming a workaholic or whatever it is, but those distractions take our eyes off of our spouse. And I think the most important thing we're talking about, you are literally as a, a husband and wife, you are on a marriage battlefield and you're under attack. And one of the best ways that you can fight back that contend in battle to not give up is to pray together. If you're not praying together right now, every day, it's time to start. It's time to say, we want to change. We want to go the right direction and start praying together. It's made such a huge difference in our marriage. And we're not talking. You have to pray together for hours at a time, five, 10 minutes. I know in the morning, sometimes I'm walking out the door and we pray together. And there's other days where we spend 30 minutes praying together, but just make sure that's a part of your daily rhythm. So hopefully some good things to be thinking about. We wanted to re-explain why we are loving the fight, why we do this podcast. We think that's really, really important. But also we want to, before we let you go, we want to end with a marriage question. And it's this, for you and your spouse to talk over, here's the question. In what areas of your marriage have you stopped fighting for the love that God has given you? Have you allowed dating to go by the wayside? Maybe you guys haven't been having intimacy or sex uh, enough, or maybe your conversation is dead and dull and boring and you're both, you know, one of you is holding back, the other one's dominating. What do you need to do? What do you need to change? Maybe it's time to pray, but what areas of your marriage have you stopped fighting for the love that God has given you? I know you guys, we just truly believe that God has a plan and a purpose for you and for your marriage. You are so much stronger together than you are separate. So you guys keep fighting. Don't let discouragement or lies get in the way and make you think that the grass is greener somewhere else because it is not. Fight for your marriage. We are. I know we are committed to fighting for our marriage and we want to encourage you guys to fight for your marriage. And the grass isn't greener. It's scorched. It's burned. It's it's not good. And it's somebody else's yard. So stay out of their yard and tend to your own lawn. Tend to your own marriage. That's a good way to put it. Well, we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you can do it. You've got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.